Do you watch Friends? Do you watch How I Met Your Mother? Then, then you, you should, should listen, listen to How I Met Your Friends. Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Julie, and we are the ladies behind How I Met Your Friends, the podcast that explores the similarities and theories of Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Every week, we watch an episode from each show and dive deep into the crossovers and catchphrases. So if you've ever noticed the similarities between these fantastic shows, come check out our podcast. You can reach us on social media at How I Met Your Friends Pod or email Pod at gmail.com. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. listening to In a City Like Yours, a semi-monthly podcast featuring interesting people with interesting life stories. This podcast may contain language and or subject matter not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm your host, Michael G. Moore. Please visit our website at inacitylikeyours.com. That's I-N-A-C-I-T-Y L-I-K-E-Y-O-U-R-S dot C-O-M for links to our social media, all popular podcast platforms, and links of interest pertaining to all episodes. On this episode, I chat with five of the seven ladies of Southern Soul, Tanji Amini, Karma, Annie, Sweet Tea, and Crystal. These ladies are on top of their game and collectively have produced a single, Just Like a Woman, to showcase each other's vocal talents. Join us as we talk about their single, its inception, production, and meaning. Here are the ladies of Southern Soul. My name is Tanji Imina Jefferson. Uh, usually when I'm doing music, I use Tanji Imina. Um, I, I'm a solo artist as well. I sing and songwrite. But in addition to that, I'm always doing management work. So I manage uh the artist that my company represents. So, um, yeah, this project just kind of happened with the ladies, but I'm sure we'll get into the reasons why and how that happened later. So that's about, well, my company is Slack Tracks Entertainment. Hello, this is Karma. How are you today? I am a Southern Soul singer. I'm from a little place called Liberty, Texas, which is right in between Houston and Beaumont. I'm a country girl. I'm um, not so much a cowgirl, but definitely a country girl. <laughs> um, I've been singing for a long time. Um, I love it. Uh, my, my, my stage presence is uh, talking a little noise and definitely keeping the crowd motivated. Everybody can see me at itskarma.com. That's I-T-Z. K-A-R-M-A dot com. The S was taken. I mean, you know, I guess I was a little too late. <laughs> so, so again, that's I-T-Z-K-A-R-M-A. Like what goes around comes around. So yeah, that's a little bit about karma. Good evening, Michael. Um, my name is Annie Washington, a.k.a. Miss B. And I'm from Keechai, Louisiana. That's like 20 minutes from Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, I guess you could say I started singing Southern Soul around about uh, 2017. 
I work with various artists and I am enjoying what I do. Um, so uh, that's just, well, I brought it up in church, you know, singing, but um, like I said, I, I'm in for Southern Soul for a while and until then, uh, we'll see what uh, prosper after this. But I want to thank you as well for speaking with us, okay? Okay, and we have um, Sweet Tea, who's actually going to just walk in. So I don't want her to just come in and not you not know who she is. Sweet Tea is an uh, also another Southern Soul artist from Shreveport, and she'll just be jumping in because she has a gig today, and so does Crystal, who you have on the phone. Hi, my name is Crystal Thomas. I'm a singer-songwriter slash musician from Mansfield, Louisiana. I've been singing all my life, and I most definitely love what I do. I'm super excited to be collaborating with these awesome artists, these uh, phenomenal women, as, as we empower one another and others. So thank you again, Michael, for speaking with us. How many ladies are there all together? Is there eight on the song, on the on the single? There's seven. Seven of oh, us. Seven. Okay. Okay, and then we got Lakita and Terry that are, that are not with us today. Karma is Terry. Yes. Who's missing is Lady Q. Uh, she is. She had um, her father's ill, so she just actually let us know. And Nikita is in Mississippi and uh, I think she has a gig as well at this time. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that we have everybody listed that's that's involved with the project. Um, so right now what I want to go ahead and do is play the song and then when we'll come back we'll talk a little bit about the production, who wrote it. So uh, here we go. Let's go ahead and introduce the song. It's called Just Like a Woman.
be smart or sexy for you Shake my ass on the stage If you promise not to touch Being a woman in this man's world You better be tough Sometimes I cry like a baby And I need someone to save me Just like a woman Now we're back. Um, so whoever wants to start off, who feels like they have something to say about uh, the production aspect of the song. Just like a woman, um, the song actually came about, the song actually came about because I was standing outside uh, at another show, at another Southern Soul show in Arcadia. And I was actually talking with Crystal Thomas and, and Nikita. And we're talking about uh, just banding together, women banding together and doing something just because of how difficult it is for women in the music, uh, Southern Soul, Blues, that genre. So that's kind of how it happened. I'm sure, like I said, we'll get into it a little more. But um, they, I came home and my husband is a producer, uh, Slack Tracks, and I heard a song that he was playing from upstairs and I just ran downstairs because I immediately heard a hook on it and I was like I got a song I got a song he was like what are you doing I was like I have a song and just kind of wrote the song and was like let me demo it right now and sent it out to the ladies because I we already had discussed 
who was going to be on the song. We knew that these ladies all had uh, great voices and great personalities and would get along with each other, you know, and there would be no competition. It'd be good vibes, um, love, and a mutual respect, you know, for each other's talents and gifts. The music came first. I actually heard, like I said, he was playing it downstairs because we have a studio down there and I could hear him playing it. And I just started humming the melody and then the words just came. The the chorus came. The curvy hips and thighs, pretty brown eyes. I wrote that part first and then I started thinking about actually women and these women plus just women, you know, in general and what we do and thought about the from the beginning of the day. You get up early and a lot of us go to bed late after the whole house is going to bed. That's when the wife goes to bed or the mother goes to bed after everything is done. She's usually the last one in bed. On Is It Philosophy, we are not going to explore the philosophers of times long forgotten. We're not going to ponder Plato or Socrates. There's so many podcasts out there for that. If that's what you're seeking, this is something different. A place where all ideas are welcome. An open forum to talk about anything and everything. We take an idea and work to find an answer. It may not be the most insightful. Hell, it may not even be an answer at all. So come and listen with an open mind. Who knows, you may like what we have to say. If not, at least we've given you something to think about. So come and enjoy and ask yourself, is it philosophy? Okay, so you got the song together. How did you choose the women was that something you had before you wrote the song? You already had in mind that you were going to do something with these women? Or did that, as you were writing the song, you were thinking, oh, my gosh, this would be perfect for Annie. Or, or Crystal could sing this part. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested in the process. And right, I, right. I, I'm la- we're laughing because they, they already basically, so they know what happened. But um, like I said, this is, Crystal and Nikita were at a um, a show in Arcadia, and we were standing backstage and we were talking. Basically, they're talking about how there may be one woman on the blues show or on the Southern Soul show compared to eight men, and how they all have to vie for that one spot, you know. And then the other thing is sometimes that woman who has that spot is the woman who is um you know shaking her butt i hate to say it like that but that's that's actually just what it is and and maybe so uh catering more so to or or being what that promoter is looking for yeah being more sexy there we have to kind of like vie for that position so it ends up kind of being a competition you know too against for the women to get that one role. So to get the second was, spot. Right, right. 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 Because it's eight men. I mean, you know, or seven men or five men on the show, and there's only spot for, you know, one woman. And not all promoters do that. Some promoters are like, okay, you know, and we're hoping that some promoters say, hey, you know, we're gonna get all seven of those women because we know if we get them to come sing that song, we can get each one of them to perform their own show. So we're hoping that that's what happens with that. But um, during that conversation, you know, Crystal, who knew me a little bit better than Nikita, 
she was like, well, why don't you help us? And I was like, um, <laughs> and of course I'm not going to say no. And that's kind of how it started. But the conversation with Crystal was like, okay, so what woman, what women would we choose? You know, who, who's going to be able to get along with all these women at the same time and be, um, respectful, you know, and be caring at the same time. So we just kind of was like naming women. So we already knew Crystal and Nikita was a part of it. We we already had them. And Lady Q was an artist that my husband was already working with. So we kind of was like, well, we already know Lady Q. And then Karma came came along and was working. And I was like, hey, why don't we get uh, Karma on the song? <laughs> and the person who she works with, he was like, okay, she's in. And it was just like that. And Annie, she comes over, like I said, and works with my husband as well. And we already knew her personality. She was big and fun and loving. So we just kind of scooped her up. And my husband, actually, Tondra, uh, Sweet Tea, he suggested her. And it was a good ad. So it balanced out. Um, when, you, when y'all recorded, did you all get together and record or did you record your individual parts in separately and then it was all processed after after the recording was done well that's kind of what happened with everybody being geographically separated um some of us came at different times i know for a fact that oh and by the way this is karma talking okay hi karma <laughs> um hey i know for a fact that tanji and 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 slack had to go up to somewhere else to record Mississippi to record with Nikita because she had some things going on there. So they were kind enough to put in like extra effort to make sure that this song got recorded. So if it meant coming to us as, you know, you know, coming to the artist because of whatever that to me meant, I mean, it just spoke volumes. I'm new coming into the Southern soul game. So a lot of these women were already here just, and when I say sing, they sang. So, um, with me coming in, it was a great experience to just, first of all, be on a record with, with the voices and the caliber of these women, like holding down bands and just, just to see them perform. And I've, I have, I've had an opportunity to see all of them perform. So it's amazing, um, again, to just be a part of it. And yeah, with us being so far apart from each other, whatever it took to get this done, I know, uh, yeah, um, Sweet Tea, Annie B, and myself, we were all in the studio at the same time. So that was fun. And that was when we like actually got a chance to meet each other. So yeah, we had a great time. And with Tanji being, oh man, she's a vocal, yeah, she, she gets all modest and shame and stuff when we talk about it, but she's a dope vocal arranger. She helps me a lot. I come from an R&B and slight hip hop background. So I'm ready to sling words all across a microphone. But there are there's some things you do have to say within etiquette, some things, you know, for radio play, some things you do have to say within certain parameters just for, you know, the record to be as great as it needs to be to get where we're going. So, yeah, I just, you know, as a collectively, I don't think it could have done, it couldn't have been any better. Collectively, I just don't. After, you know, and it was a while ago when we did the song, so we, we did the photo shoot and 
you know, we got together. We had to get together for that. Some people couldn't make it. So, I mean, like, it was a whole process. And in the end, the result, oh, my God, it's amazing. You're, you're, you're listening to it right now. <laughs> right now. So, yeah. When you got together, the the three of you, or at least the ones who could get together, was that mostly Tanji doing the arrangement, or did you have, have a producer that we should go ahead and, you know, make known? Tanji and Slack. I mean, yeah, her I, and her I, husband. Yeah, he, he, he did the music, but he, I, I did the vocal um, production and the uh, vocal arranging myself. I, I, I really enjoy it, and it's, and it's really easy when you have people, you know, who, who respect you, like, Crystal's really being quiet probably because she's at a gig right now, <laughs> but she's been in this longer than any of us when it comes, especially when it comes to blues and Southern soul. But um, I think she's been doing this for as longer, as long as I have, I'm sure. But um, she came right in and was like, it's, tell me what you want me to do. Yes. It was no, there's no egos. None of these ladies had any egos um, in the studio. And they made it really easy for me. And I was just like, sing this or sing it, sing it like this, or but give me your own little spin when you do. And that's what they did. I'd like to right. go back some and talk about when each of you discovered, either as a child or maybe as an adult, when you had that voice, uh, what was that like, that moment that you sang and something happened and it just clicked and you knew that, oh my gosh, I can sing. I cannot sing. So I, I'm just really in awe of people who can. Uh, but I, and, and I was wondering what was that like as that younger person who has this wonderful talent? Well, this is Tondra. Um, I discovered it about nine years old, um, singing in the church choir with my mother. And, um, uh, she would hand me the mic and, and tell me to go for it. And, and everybody would just, just, uh, just rant and rave about how well I sung. And, and I, and I was surprised cause I, I would be like, really, that was great. And even now I'm still doing the same thing. When I see the, um, the reaction from the audience, it, it amazes me that that's what, what they're hearing because coming from me, it's like, I could have done better. It's always, I could have, I could have done better. And so what I'm doing is just uh, touching lives by singing and, and lighting up people's days and their lives. We even, we even uh, uh, caused the couple to get back together one time by just singing. So it, it, it lets you know how powerful your tool is and that you're able to do that for people. And it's not just about singing. It's about touching lives. Okay, Annie. Um, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> uh, myself as well, um, I learned... Um, well, I didn't, how can I say it? In church, just growing up in church, um, realizing that um, I could sing, I guess. Uh, I didn't really uh, grow up on it because of the fact that um, everything belongs to God. So I don't try to brag on anything. It is what it is. I should thank God for the DNA for my mother, I should say. So that's basically <laughs> where it comes from. Yeah. But um, I, like I said, you know, Southern soul is something different. Church music is from the soul. That is the real true soul uh, of it, um, is being, uh, you know, singing uh, gospel. Uh, but uh, as far as Southern soul, it is something that we look and deal with and we see things that are happening around us and 
we sing about it. We tell the story. So it is a, a storytelling here. And hopefully that in the music audience, the uh, people um, actually react to it and uh, appreciate it because we appreciate them uh, just listening to us. So I think I said, uh, you know, basically from, from growing up, uh, it's just something that's had has been instilled, not something that I uh, just, like I said, brag on it. Like, you know, like I just said, it is what it is, uh, but I want to improve on it as well. I have uh, some some uh, magnificent young ladies around me here um, that actually are helping and has helped me to uh, to improve in uh, the position of singing Southern Soul. And I really do appreciate that. So I'm gonna let someone else um, get the get the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Karma. My my background is a little different, of course. Um, I didn't. I grew up. I, I grew up Catholic. So you didn't have the um, the the good Southern Baptist singing in the church like uh, Annie B and Sweet Tea pretty much had. I I mean it was Ave Maria. <laughs> so I had to find a way to perform, and I had to find a way to let people hear me. So I was the singing, rapping kid in the school. If it was a talent show, I was there. If you could dance, I was teaching you a move. If you could sing, you was on my crew. I mean, whatever it took for me to create a stage, I created it. I don't know when it started, but you know, getting older, um, I hear a lot of people, especially like my classmates, girl, I remember when you were singing on the back of the bus. And I remember when we did this, good, good, keep, thank you. Just, you know, keep bringing those, because. If you remember it, that means it made you feel some kind of good way. You brought it back to me with a smile. And just like um, Sweet Tea said, we do it to make people feel good. It's a feeling that comes out of us when we hit that stage that is just indescribably great. Like it right. just, it's, it's, you know, you have that feeling of butterflies, but when you just, when you see that person, and we never know who that person is, but when they're looking at you and they, they understand or they've been through a situation that you're talking about, you know, and that's that's even from a kid, because when you, when I was writing and singing from a kid, it was still situational, whether it was from school or a little boyfriend that, you know, broke my heart in the fifth grade. And I was, you know, but when I got to the 12th grade, we made those tables turn, baby. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, that, that's me. I, I came up a little different with with um with my singing and stuff. So I'm going to pass the mic now, Michael. Hi, this is Tanji again. Okay. My mom says I've been singing since I was three years old. Yeah. I was singing at church, yes. Um, they would just, I had to get up there and sing. Some, one of her friends was singing a song and she taught it to me and then I got up there and sang it with her. And I would make up songs and make up shows, yes. And my brothers hated it because my mother would make them sit down because she bought me an organ. So I would sit at that organ and play and I would be singing songs that I made up. And I was like, I got something I want to show y'all. And so they like, oh no. And my mom was like, sit down, sit down and listen. <laughs> so I'm standing up there. <laughs> Oh, performing God. there yeah they they hate it they hated it and the older I got I would say when I was about eight or so 
and I was writing poetry. You know, you go to school, you find out actually what poetry is. So I learned how to really kind of structure. So I was writing songs and I was singing them. And I had my whole book of songs. I was singing them, not knowing that that's what songwriters did. I just did it. And that's, um, yeah, that's kind of, I guess, who, <laughs> who I am with that. But um, I've been performing um, and singing since I was little, but not knowing uh, some of the things that I know now. You know, you develop as you get older and you develop. I, I didn't really know how to work with a band and that's something that uh Tundra and Crystal do you know all the time that's something that they had under their belt but I learned that uh while I was living in Los Angeles working with the jazz vocal workshop out there at the world stage and it's um it's a totally different experience but I like it I like it better because I'm now on stage by myself you know, I'm not on stage by myself. And actually, I tried not to be, uh, not to sing on this song. But of course, uh, first off, Crystal wasn't having it. Then the rest of them wasn't having it. They were like, oh, no, 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 no. You're singing on this song. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll just stay on the song. But um, yeah, I, I, I enjoy singing. And like she said, we don't know I think and I think God did it that way on purpose like we don't know we're we're the ones singing we're just the instrument that's our voice and it's the instrument just like you know the ones who play I know Crystal plays um the trombone and you and Tundra plays the keys but yeah she plays the trombone she's actually a musician and um this one Tundra plays the keys but we use our voice also, you know, as an instrument. And we don't know. The thing that we get, of course, when we're down or whatever, yes, we sing and it makes us feel better. I don't think we even like think about it. You know, that's just what we do. But when you have someone walk up to you, I had this man in Chicago. He actually asked me to sing. And when I did, he said, how does that feel? And I'm looking at him like he's crazy. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he walked up to me a little closer and he put his hands on my chest. I was like, what is wrong with this man? And he, <laughs> said, he says, how does that feel to touch somebody right here? Wow. And, and I was like, um, it kind of threw me because he said, how does it feel to touch somebody right here? It just, you know, it just hits you right here. And I was like, oh. And that's when I think it kind of set in for me, you know, and I was a grown up, you know, I was grown. I was about 30 when, when they said that he said that to me and this, this is a, he was a uh, Jewish and he told me, he was like, I'm, I'm a devout Jew. I go to synagogue. He was like every, I go to synagogue. He's like, and my, my wife too, he is like, and she loves, you know, gospel music. He is like, but I just want to know how it feels to impact somebody like that. And I was like, wow, I said, I never really um, thought about it, you know, that much. I, I mean, I thought about it from a perspective of being at church and you're singing praise and worship. And I know that what it does during praise and worship, but I wasn't singing a praise and worship song. 
And it's amazing because like she said, whatever's inside of you, it still comes out. And that's the thing about working with all of these ladies. They are beautiful, like just outside, but inside. So when they sang on this song and each, each part, like you said, you asked earlier that I know, I knew who was going to sing each part. That's kind of, I was like, well, this person's going to sing this part. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And this person, yeah. But when they sing, when we sung this song, what was in them came out. And that's why, to me, the song feels like, you know, just love. Because what's in you is going to come out. And it still, it still ministers to people. It still helps to heal people. It still helps. And it, should, it still helps women to actually see themselves in the song. It helps them to actually, well, somebody sees me. And there's one part, of course. I'm not going to say the A word, but the part that says shake my on the stage you know we have women who do all things we have women who work in the corporate world we have women who work in the music industry and in entertainment industry we have women who are nurses and doctors and you know lawyers and you have women who actually do who are servers yeah who are school teachers <laughs> but who are servers who work in restaurants and you have women who are dancers you know yeah. and Sometimes those women, those young girls that are dancers um, at the club, you know, they're doing it to try to get from point A to point B. They're doing it to pay for college or they're doing it for something. And, you know, I even thought about them when I was writing the song. And you just, I just thought about all, all the women. Hi, everybody. I'm RJ Metzger. And I'm Rachel Metzger. And we're the Skeptical Skeptics. Each week, we talk about all the crazy things in the world, ranging from the paranormal to Bigfoot to UFOs. And we look at it from the perspective of the believer, the skeptic, and everything in between. So come check us out on the MSC Podcast Network. Or go to SkepticalSkeptics.com and follow us at SkepSkepPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. <laughs> Let me, uh, something you said, what's in you is going to come out. That's so mm -hmm. profound. Um, if we could go to each of the women and if they could let us know what part they sang in the song and what that part meant. I know we just listened to the song and people can go back and re-listen to it. Uh, but I kind of want to make that connection with who's singing what, when. And, and, I'd, and I'd like to know personally from each, each person what that meant to them singing that and i'm gonna tell you what i'm singing right now so i won't have to do it <laughs> i'm singing the backgrounds so we decided to leave them on there everybody was like just leave it and <laughs> i'm singing um uh smile through the pain and drive a man insane ain't nothing like a woman i just and smile me. through the pain yeah i drive my husband crazy <laughs> but <laughs> but Smiling through the pain, that's what women do. Hold on for a second. Here you go, Miss Tundra. I'm a pass. Oh, this is Tundra. Um, I am actually on the ad living part at the very beginning, uh, the the little home at the beginning, and then I also um, do the first. Uh, sometimes I cry like a baby, but I need some someone to save me, just like a woman. And on the only homes, um, actually. I like doing those because you don't really have to say something. You can still just demonstrate what you have without saying any words. And if somebody can feel some from a home, you done done something. <laughs> so 
I love that. And um, and then part of that, sometimes I cry like a baby, but I need someone to save me just like a woman. At first, when I heard, I was like, what is Tonja trying to say? <laughs> but then I thought about it. You know, we, we are soothers. Women are just a natural, naturally soothers by nature. And that's what we do. And so and so sometimes, you know, uh, I'm like that, too. And, and I need someone to save me, the hand of my mother. Uh, I can just go around my mother and sit with her. She didn't even have to say anything. And she soothes me, whatever's going on, she soothes me. So that's what a woman does, uh, uh, you know, for the men, for their children, for everybody that's part of their life. So that's what saying those words meant to me. I'm going to pass to my... <laughs> Okay, this is Annie again. Uh, the part that I seen was pretty brown eyes, curvy hips and thighs. Uh, yeah, that when we talk hard hats and boots, and uh, I can be smart enough for you. Well, all of those things, yeah, dealing with, um, especially, I think that part is for me because I do have uh, pretty eyes, and I do have some round hips and, uh, I mean, some darn good looking thighs. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness but anyway um a lot of that you know not only just uh for uh the women of color should i say but you have other women who have the same things either pretty brown eyes the curvy hips it's not only just for us it's for all women you know and that's something we look for that we look at huh i want you to keep going oh. i was gonna say your verse the verse part you're singing is uh horror hats and boots yeah Board board women's suits. suits. Mm -hmm. I made the order. I can be smart and sexy for you. Right, right. And that's the truth. Because, um, you know, we, we, we branch out to all men. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a man of a construction, you know, you man who works in a corporate office, you know, whatever you want us to support to play for you, we'll do it because we love you just that much. And we go to the limit for, for our man, you know what I'm saying, to make them happy. And that's how the sun is, is actually broken down as well. And like I said, it's not just for women of color. It's for all ladies who really, you know, truly want to satisfy their man. But let them know that, look, you know, don't don't just look at us as not being, you know, nothing. Because we are. And we're here for you. You, you know what I'm saying? And so that's that's part of that uh, verse. Okay, love. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay it's karma again. <laughs> okay, so I do the talking in the front and in, in the beginning of the song, and I introduce the ladies, and then I sing again. Um, I sing, uh, touch my ass, no, shake my, shake my ass, they're not touch, shake my ass on the stage if you promise not to touch. <laughs> Being a woman in this man's world, yes, right. you have to be tough. Now, that part right there really took me to another level because I've been doing this music thing for a very long time. And again, being a woman in the music industry is a very tough job. Now, had I, I laid on a couple of couches or, you know, went to a couple of more dinners or something like that, I could have been further than what I am in the music industry. But I didn't want to sell my soul for that. I can sing in the backyard to my mom and them and we'll, we'll be okay. You know, um, but um, it, it really did hit home for me because even though I'm sexy and I'm, I'm, I am on the stage and I'm giving you what I got, you know, there is some respect that also comes along with right. that. And I work just as hard as the next man. So give me that and we can right. move on, you know. Right. So, yeah, that's my little part. Is that everybody? 
Yes, that, unless Crystal came on the phone. Crystal, I think she hung up. She probably started her set. But she's saying, um, what is she saying? Oh, she's saying sometimes I cry like a baby. I need yeah. someone to save me, just like a woman. Also, yeah, everybody sung. They sung the. That's the ending part of each verse, and she sung that. Um, and like she says, you make it wine. <laughs> and then uh, on the chorus, she also sang. Um, Curvy hips and thighs, pretty brown eyes, smile through the pain, driving ain't nothing like a woman. Oh, she said, yeah, I know, because I'm a woman. If I had to choose, I'd take these misty blues just like a woman. That's that's the one that she, and she's not here, but the, which that part is, all this stuff that you're hearing about in this song, it sounds like it's some misty blues going on. But if I had to choose, I would still take these misty blues just like a woman because that's what we do. And with the, um, what's that hard hats and boots or rooms and suits? Because we got, like I said, we got women in all different areas. We got them working at the railroad. We got them out there slinging the food. You know, I'm going to, they work in every, but it's saying I'm made to order. I can be smart or sexy for you. I can, like she said, I can be whatever you need, but not just, you know, to, to the man. I can be whatever you need to the world, you know? And that's, that's kind of like she said, it's all about all women. It's not just about black women. This song is about all women, which is what we plan on, you know, showing in our video that we're going to shoot. But it's about all women. And like I said, the first beginning the song says, um, I get up early and I go to bed late. I do what I got to do so that all my bills get paid. That's Lady Q. When she has that kind of Tina Turner voice. And then we have uh, Nikita singing, Yes, I want to live the glamorous life. Because we know all women, we want to have, we want to get pampered. We want to wear the diamond rings. We want to do, we want to, you know, we like to be pretty. We like to be glammed up. Yes, I want to live the glamorous life. They say it's a man's world, but this woman is a hustler, meaning I'm going to get out there, I'm going to do what I got to do, and I'm a wife. So I'm going to be soft when I need to be, but I'm going to be tough when I need to be. So, like I said, the whole song is about just the thing that, that women have to go through. But at the end, it's saying also, sometimes I cry like a baby and I need someone to save me just like a woman. Because sometimes we need somebody to save us, whether it be our moms, whether it be our moms or dads, our husbands, boyfriends, or whether it be God. Because sometimes, you know, late at night, we crying on our knees or in our bed and we praying, we talk to God. And at the, at the end of the day, if we had to choose, we still choose to take these misty blues just like a woman. What is the future hold for you, everybody? Um, is there going to be a compilation CD put out with that'll include this song? Or you said something about a video um, that you'll be shooting. Um, are you? Will you be touring at some point? Well, that's what we did. That what we did it all for, and we hope. Well, we did it. We did it for for several reasons. Like you said, that's one of the reasons. But once we did it, we found out that we were actually touching people. But um, yeah, there's a compilation. The Ladies of Southern Soul, the title track is Just Like a Woman. 
each woman has a um, track uh, production from uh, my husband that he did, and it's given to them. And it, even though it's on this song, it's also going to be, you know, on the project, whatever it is that they're doing themselves. Like I said, each woman has their own project. And um, we're hoping that people hear the song and decide, promoters hear the song and decide that they want to book all seven of the ladies or however many ladies are available. And we can actually go out and do the song and each lady can actually do their own project. So you get seven artists, you know, at the same time. 